0: You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series that syndicates for the A-list online. And my name is Andrew Mackay Smith. The interview subject I've got coming up for you, he's part of our cavalcade of legends. We have so many of them on the podcast series. And Scott Gorham from Thin Lizzy and the Black Star Riders absolutely qualifies. Wow. I never thought I'd be able to talk to a member of Thin Lizzy, but here we go. But even better, I can talk to him about his wonderful new album for 2019 with the Black Star Writers. It's called Another State of Grace. It's a cracking affair, probably the best sounding album, the best production I've heard in years on an album, I must say. I wish so many younger deathcore and metalcore albums would take a leaf out of this band's book because my God, you can hear everything on this album and it is all good. So that's the reason for the chat. Let's get to it. Here he is, the legendary Scott Gorham. Calling, how are you?
1: Good, Andy. Hey, have we talked before?
0: We haven't, but I I've got to tell you I'm so thrilled that I am talking to you now. But tell me what uh what uh, did my name ring a bell, did it? When it saw when you no, saw it, it on the scar scars and guitars. Yeah, yeah. I've I've probably I've got a podcast series you see, so I've interviewed over four hundred people at this point, And mm. uh, most of them have gone on to the podcast series that have been pretty prolific over the last three years. It's been my my um passionate hobby if you like because of course there's no money in this and i wish there was so <laughs> do it full yeah, time. no kidding <laughs> but uh <laughs> no i mean I'm, I'm i'm actually really flattered that you um you, you recognize something in the name so thank you
1: yeah I, as soon as i saw the scars and guitars i thought god damn if i if i uh talked with andy before so well, anyway no, matter, I'm glad to be talking with you
0: right now. No, it's look, it's a thrill to be talking to you. I mean, look, John has definitely given us a heads up. We're here to talk about Black Star Writers, but I'm sure, like so many people have alluded to through the night, man, we love your guitar playing here. We oh, love your guitar playing with In Lizzie, and everything that you've ever done, man. You're a legend. And just before we got onto the call, I was looking at that that wonderful gig that you did in Sydney, Arbor, Sydney Opera House oh, in 1979. Oh, really, man? Oh, I mean, you it's know, that just,
1: was amazing because... Uh, They're really probably maximum. Uh, There was only supposed to be like five thousand people that were going to show up, and it's why the you know the mayor and the city fathers and all that of Sydney kind of gave us the green light Mm. Uh, because they were you know they were they're really protective of the Sydney Opera House. I mean, it's it's your Taj Mahal for God's sake. (laughs) When you see the Sydney Opera House, you know exactly what you're looking at, right? So. Mm. And then all of a sudden I was just talking to somebody earlier on and there I, I said, Yeah, there I think there was forty to sixty thousand and he went, No, no, I was, you know, I think it was more like a hundred thousand people showed up. Right? Yeah. So that was amazing. It was actually a, a really amazing gig. Uh, it, it's 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 one of those highlight reels in your head that you're you're not going to ever forget, so <laughs> very cool.
0: Yeah, you, you do. It's one of those gigs that you look at because there's heaps of concert footage online these days from the 60s, 70s, and 80s on YouTube and on Vimeo, but that's mm. one of those ones that I find myself going back to repeatedly. There's a few out there. There's some huh. early Ozzy Osbourne gigs and... Some Led Zeppelin stuff, but of course, for, for Thin Lizzy, I actually think that's my favorite. Not just because I'm Australian, am I saying this? I think that's one of my favorite live things that I've ever seen, and it just happens to be there. Wow! Thank the opera you house. so much, man. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's, I, <clears throat> so you can imagine being on the stage when that was going on,
1: oh, uh, just, just looking at all those people. You know, the the amazing that you got the Opera House sitting right in front of you, hmm. uh, the Iron Bridge, uh, the river. You know, it's just. Like wow! Does it get any better than this? You know? <laughs> it's very cool. Look, well, I'm glad liked... you like it, man. I really appreciate
0: that. Oh, it's a, it's a pleasure. Yeah, really. It's uh, it's one of those things. I mean, I think you um you are a legend on the guitar. Okay, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll start by saying that. And I never felt as though you got the you that you deserve, to be quite frank. You know, you you, on that gig that we're talking about, you stood alongside the great Gary Moore. But I just, you know, you're one of the real originals, and I hope you don't mind me saying this, of heavy metal guitar, because that's what I've always considered you. And I know there's a lot okay. of other, blues, rock, there's a lot of other things going on in there, mate. But I, you're one of those guys that when I get into eighth beer discussions and debates like we tend to as rock fans, I often mm. say... If it wasn't for Scotty Gorham, I don't think we'd have heavy metal sounding the way it does right now. Do you understand wow, what I'm, do you okay. understand what I mean when I say that
1: yeah kinda you know, but you know the way I look at it is uh you know uh if I'm not thought of in the, in the same vein as other guitar players i i I'm, I'm okay with that. you know my main objective always is I always just wanted to be in a really fucking cool band. Hmm. that that was my whole thing you know if you know if i get <clears throat> some notoriety along the way uh great you know but it's it's the band that, that that makes the difference the vehicle uh it would be terrible if you if you would have spent 20 years in a band everybody
0: went yeah, yeah you guys are okay actually you guys are kind of <laughs> shit <you know>? yeah <laughs> right that happens a lot these but days that, to be honest not know, with you guys to but... be able to. Talk to What's that? That happens a lot these days, to be quite honest with you. There's this re- retelling of history and reinvention of history at times, I think. Sorry, I've, I've interrupted you, and I apologize for that. But, yeah, yeah that, I mean, that, I just think... That's you know,
1: okay. You know, yeah, you know, I mean, so that's that's really been kind of my big objective uh, all along was, you know, everything that I get in, I just want it to be really fucking cool. Hmm. So, you know, people... I don't want to have people come back later on going, yeah, you know that thing you did, it was really shit, man. Why did you even do that, you know? So, <laughs> uh, I I try to I try to pick some cool stuff, you know, what I'm doing. It. But thank you so much, Andy. I really appreciate that.
0: Look, it's my pleasure, and I'm gonna the praise is gonna continue because look, I, I I genuinely, truly, no bullshit, really enjoy another state of grace. So I've had it for ever since Nuclear Blast released it on the you know the promo stuff that we get as journalists. So I've been uh-huh. listening to that for a couple of days, man. I had it on today in the background when I was at uni. I'm a mature-age student back at uni, and I listened to music in the background, and that's what I listened to today quite a few times. And cool, man. Here's the thing that really struck, stuck out for me, okay? Is okay. Like, modern production techniques, they compress the living daylights out of everything. Okay, a lot of these modern mm. deathcore, metalcore, death metal bands, what have you, they're great players, but they don't know how to make a recording come to life. You do, and I reckon uh, this album here is the best-sounding album I've heard in bloody years. So that'll be my first well, you know, question. Yeah, you're right. Over to you. I, no,
1: thank you so much for that, and, I, and I've had you know several people say the exact same thing. Uh, I think a lot of that, at least some of it, is down to Jay Rushton. Uh, he's one of those kind of producers mm. that, that uh, doesn't like exactly what you were talking about with mm-hmm. you with some of the metal bands and all that you know and and it's the same really with uh you know Ricky and everybody in the band they, they, everybody wants air you know they, they, yes uh space yep. to breathe you know you don't need it so claustrophobic in there uh, but yeah <clears throat> and I got uh, and if I'm being straight up honest with you uh and I, I have no idea how we got that sound it's just <laughs> uh, I think <laughs> I think it's uh Kind of a combination of a lot of things it's the you know the guys who are in the band now mm. uh, the way they want to be you know uh, perceived uh, you know myself and uh, Jay Rushton, the producer I think it's that combination uh all together that uh, kind of produces that sound that you are talking about but wow once again thank you so much for that it's so cool to hear that from you
0: oh it's look I don't know how many i reckon I get I'm going to hazard a guess here, between five and ten new releases a week to sink my teeth into. So I get across... Um, how many? About five to ten a week. Um, okay. Maybe, wow, even more, a week. maybe even more. Yeah, yeah these are, that, that's just what I listen to, to be honest. I probably get more that I just don't even see because it goes into junk or somewhere else in my inbox or what have you. But I get so many releases and I listen to a lot and I always hear great musicianship. Not always, but most of the time I hear great musicianship, pretty good songwriting, but rarely do I hear mm. all three, which is what... Black star writers do what you do. Wow! And wow! Thanks.
1: Thank you again for that. You know that's.
0: You know you can't hear things
1: like that enough as a musician because we're all pretty insecure anyway. I mean, on the outside it looks like we're all bravado and all that, but inside there's a lot of us are just shaking away. They're going, Oh God! I hope somebody likes this. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean?
0: I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's um, but. There's, what what is there collectively? I mean, I'm not asking you the question directly here, but God, there must be well over a century or more, far more of collective experience in the band right about now, and it shows. And, and yeah, let's... you
1: know there there is. I mean, we're not kids. Uh, I'll be the first one to admit that. You know, uh, <laughs> I'm the oldest guy in the band, but you know, all these o- other guys, you know, Ricky, Robbie, Chad,
0: uh, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> the bassist. There you go. The bass player, base player, <laughs> <laughs> Christian. There we go. <laughs>
1: but yeah, all these guys come from, uh, you know, pretty heavy backgrounds. You know, We've, mm. everybody's been at this for, uh, you know, a long time, and it, it kind of you kind of take all these paths in life until you all finally meet together, and and it all kind of works for you. You know, mm. so it's almost like uh, I hate to use this word, but it almost feels like fate a little bit that we all. Mm-hmm. finally you know found ourselves in this position where we could actually write and play and tour together and all that so it's it's a really cool spot to be in right now you know yes
0: yeah, sweet uh, yeah.
1: and i'm just i'm so glad there's people like you out there that are kind of recognizing this uh, to a certain degree so it's mm-hmm. it, it makes it feel like a lot of this hard work is is all worth it you
0: know what I mean? Yeah, I, I so. get it. I, yeah, I understand that. And and I, one of the questions I'm going to ask later, but just on to dovetail into your point there, I'm going to ask you now, because, mate, you have achieved a lot. Make no mistake. You, you're one of the preeminent guitarists in rock, heavy metal, whatever genre you want to apply to the the wonderful music that you've created over the last 40-plus, 40, uh, 40 mm. 50 years or whatever it's been. Yeah, but, that makes my back hurt even geez. thinking about those numbers. <laughs> but, but it's... <laughs> But the thing is, my point is here is that you could rest on your laurels, but of course you don't. Okay, you are working hard. So, what's driving you?
1: Uh, <clears throat> wow, that, that's a really great question. Uh, you know, something—it's—it's it's just the the pure fact of that I can still do this. Uh, I, I know there's probably a, a, there's so many musicians out there who would kill to be in the position that I'm in right now, mm-hmm. and to to just kind of blase. You'd be all blase about it. And, oh yeah, it's, it's what I do is, is really the wrong attitude to take because at some point it, it's going to be taken away from you. You you know that in the mm-hmm. back of your mind, it's going to be taken away from you. So you, you really want to get out there and try to make the market and make the most of, you know, what time you got, you make the most of it. Uh, mm-hmm. I love, <clears throat> I love being out on the road, you know, meeting, meeting, uh, you know, th- you know, the different fans from the different countries and all that. Uh, you know the traveling part of it you know it's a little tough right now on everybody just because mm. of the security bullshit that you got go to go through in airports and all that that can be very <laughs> testing well, so say
0: yeah yeah.
1: But, yeah you know when you're when you're when you've got a your group of guys and you really you you love these guys, you trust them, which is uh, a big part of being in a band you got to be able to trust the guy that's standing to your right, your left. And when you do trust them, you you know you walk out on that stage. You got tons of confidence. You know, <clears throat> pretty much knowing you're going to pull it off because you know you re- really work hard on this shit. So yeah, uh, so that's what kind of keeps me going. Is just you know it's almost like being in the army. You know, you know that these guys have y- your your life in their hands and vice versa. Uh, although we're not actually dying up there, but uh, you know your careers and all that. You're you're trusting everybody with it and. Well, mm-hmm. but it, it's just great fun is what it is it, yeah, it, it looks just, like it. what job yeah. can you get where at the end of <clears throat> three or four minutes people get up and they applaud you, <laughs> you know, an accountant doesn't get that or the bank guy doesn't get that yeah uh it's a rush you know god damn oh I'll, I'll admit it it's it's a rush I, and i i love it I, I love playing
0: yeah good on you mate no that's so great to hear yeah god yeah it's and and you know i i the enthusiasm I can hear in your voice, like it's it's so genuine and so real, but it's so thrilling to hear that, that with all of these years in the music industry, and let's face it, it's a bloody hard industry to be in business-wise, yeah. not performance-wise, but yeah, business-wise, is. you know what I mean? A lot of yeah. people come out the other side of it over 50 and they're, they're jaded, they hate it, or they have what poor old Bob Daisley's going through these days as Buddy Sharon Osborne. if you don't mind me bringing that up. Where you do all this work what, what, What's going on there? Oh, is that with the writing credits and all that? Yeah, but Sharon's come out, and I mean, she could let you know, just let the water settle, and maybe just pay him out a settlement or what have you. But she's come out in the media again, saying that he didn't do. I'm going to paraphrase it here. I'm not quoting it directly, of course, but basically, right. his, his his work and his contribution to the Aussie legacy is completely overstated. That was the that was what she was getting wow. at—that Ozzy did all of this work, wow. and it's like without him, she wouldn't—he wouldn't have a career post Black Sabbath.
1: Yeah, no kidding. You know, and it's not like Ozzy hasn't made enough fucking cash where he can you know, throw a few bones to to Bob for God's exactly. sake. You know, it's not—it's not, it's not going to do anything to their bank account. You know? No, it's—it it's, really—it kind of makes Ozzy look bad at the same time. You I know. don't know
0: why he doesn't say something. I mean, he. I mean, I know he's taken a heap of drugs and was an alcoholic or whatever he was. You know, he was, he's drank a lot. Mm. His brain's probably fried, but he'd know which which people did what back back in the day. Surely. I mean, Bob and Lee Kerslake. <sighs> Lee Kerslake's only got a couple of months to live. I understand. I mean, these guys are, are legends. To so us, me, I'm a musician. Yeah. I'm, I'm a bass player and guitarist. And these yeah, give credit where
1: credit's due. I say, you
0: yeah. Know, you yeah. can't
1: do this. You can't do this shit on your own. There, there's just no doubt about it. I mean, Ed Sheeran, yeah, okay. There's one that can do it on its own, but for the for the most part, you're in a rock band, and it's a collective experience. You know, you're all in this together. You know, and it's why these these records and these albums and these songs come out so great because you've all worked on them together. You know, hmm. to make them that way. So, so to not recognize somebody that that should be recognized is really kind of almost criminal in a way. You know, so.
0: The fancy. Anyway, I, I
1: know, Bob. I know, Bobby, and he's a great guy. We, he and I used go. to hang out a lot in in London, and God damn, did we laugh! Fuck, <laughs> the guy's got a great sense of humor.
0: Yeah, I've heard that from a few people. I've spoken to Zach Wilde about him, and, and he said the same thing. That they, in the studio, you just laugh with Bob Daisley. And Yeah, uh, just,
1: he just has that sense of humor. After a while, you go, Bob, shut the fuck up! I, <laughs> my my face and my stomach are hurting from laughing so much. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, he's he's a
0: generous guy too. Back in the day, um, I reached out to him for bass lessons, and he got back to me via email and said, "I can't do them, but how about I give you a f- few phone calls and we we talk about what you're doing with your music?" And he, God help him, he called me many times just to have a chat to me. He called me over a six month period back about sixteen years mm-hmm. ago just little old me and nobody, you know, and just decided that, you know, fellow Aussie, you know how it is, you know, just to have a chat. And we talked about bass playing and music, and I really appreciated that, man, I can tell you.
1: Yeah, We Bob's just a regular guy, you know. As with most people I've met in this business, they're just regular guys, you know. Mm. You just happen to be in a spotlight, you know, and on a stage somewhere. But you come off that stage, and you're just a regular guy, you know. That's what Bob is, He's just good people, so, yeah, it's a shame to, to see that that silly little argument is is being dragged on and on, you know, so, yeah, what can you do? Yeah,
0: what can you do, mate? Yeah, no. <laughs> That's right. Mate, I think I've only got a, a one or two more questions left. Have you got another call coming through after me in about four minutes? Oh, yeah, soon? I've
1: got another five or six. Oh, bummer. All right. And so... I hate to keep <laughs> rushing people, but, you know, they put me on this schedule here, and it makes me sound like a real prick, you know, but I...
0: Oh, you're all right. I know these God.
1: people are they're lined up to talk, so I'll, I'll apologize to you. Mate, I'll tell you, you, now, were, okay.
0: you were a very popular interview subject when it came out. Um, there was a <laughs> lot of interest in it, so just take that. I mean, you're very popular in Australia. I hope you know that, and I hope the statistics reflect that.
1: Well, and you know something? We really desperately want to get over to uh, to Australia uh, as I, you know, as the schedules come in, it, it's not there yet. So, hmm. and that's a little on the. I'm a little concerned about that. I, the last time that uh, Ricky and I, especially, were were in Australia was the uh, the Kiss tour, hmm. and I'm thinking what that's like six, seven years ago yeah. now, yeah. something like that. Yeah,
0: I got 13, That's that's just way
1: too long to be away from from Australia because once. Uh, it seems like any band that goes to Australia, they run into this great rock crowd. How can you say that you're on a world tour and you don't go to Australia? If you don't go to Australia, you, you haven't been on a world tour. The flat. That mean, idea, that's no, I
0: mean that's just all to that. it, you know. Yeah.
1: But it's it's the once you get there, it's the rock fans that you play to. Uh, it's it's a really knowledgeable crowd. You know, they they know what you're all about. Uh, uh, they know the songs but it, it's just getting there you know so hmm. hopefully with your help and a couple of the other people's help uh, we'll be able to drum up uh the enthusiasm and we'll, we'll get over there as fast as we can.
0: Yeah, we'll definitely spread the word this time around. I think you've already mentioned it, mate. If you've got six, five or six after me, mate, and you probably have five or six before me, mate. There's plenty of people that wanted to talk to you. So, um, <laughs> you know, decent media outlets too with broad reach into the market as well. You know what I'm saying? So mm. I think a lot of people will be reading about this in the next uh, two or three days or so, which is awesome, mate. Cool. So that'll, that'll drive a bit of interest through the promoters will no doubt reach out to your agent or whatever it, whatever it might be, Yeah. You know? Cool. i better let you go mate it's it's a shame mate I'd, I'd love to chat to you again and no doubt we will if there's a tour that's announced from the next album cycle but it's a real thrill to talk to you mate just congratulations well, on everything mate you know
1: well it, you know something uh, and it's been a real pl- pleasure talking with you I, I hope everybody as pleasurable as you are to to do these interviews with you have made this 20-25 minutes ago pretty quick here so, thanks, so mate. thanks man I really appreciate that
0: no it's my pleasure mate no worries all the best with everything and good luck
1: Thank you, thank you. And I will see you when we finally get over there.
0: Huh? Absolutely, mate. Love to catch up. Uh, okay,
1: have a great <laughs> Thanks, one. Mate.
0: You too. Catch you. Bye. 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 You've been listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series that syndicates for the A List Online, and my name is Andrew Mackay Smith. That interview's subject was the very legendary Scott Gorham from the outfits Black Star Riders and Thin Lizzy. Thanks so much for listening.